don't discount paying, investing in someone to write your resume for you, an expert that has done this time. And all they do is write resumes because there's the art to it. There's an art form. It's, it's formulaic, but there's an art to it. And you want somebody that has that art ability to it, that's staying on top of what people are looking for in, in resumes and doing all the technical piece, the things well on your resume, right? So don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Welcome back, folks. This is It's About Your Paycheck, episode 15. We're moving along here too, bro. Yeah. And we're getting, today we're talking about getting started in the payroll field. But before we get in, I was about to go down there. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm good, man. I'm great. Oh, yeah. Football weekend has been fun. Playoff weekend this weekend, so it's been cool to watch the game. Nice. Looking forward to today's game. And, uh, and that's about it, man. Yep. We're talking about what I was thinking about like when we prep for the show and whatnot. I was like, yeah, it's about your paycheck, but shoot, maybe you don't have a paycheck right now. You're not getting the paycheck right now, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. you're looking to get into a new field, right? This season, we're talking to young folks and we're trying to get young folks excited about interested in payroll and, and introduce payroll as a career, right? As a profession. Me and Walt have been successful and all of the career. Why not share some of those things with you all? And that's what we're going to talk about today, getting into payroll. But before that, we have some great news updates in the payroll world happening. Walt, you want to kick us off with the news update for today? Yep. So the news update that I have is an article from payroll.org. And it's a quick article discussing the U.S. Department of Labor, a.k.a. the DOL, and the fact that they issued a final rule that modifies how to determine whether a worker is an employee or an, an independent contractor under the Fair Labor Standards Act, FLISA or FLSA. So the DOL states that economic dependence is the ultimate inquiry, meaning that a worker is an independent cat, uh, contractor as opposed to an employee under the FLSA, if the worker is, as a matter of economic reality, in business for themselves. The final rule which adopts this proposed rule with a few modifications will be effective on March 11th, 2024. The final rule also formally rescinds the 2021 rule. That's big because we, we cover that a lot in the shows, right? We cover in true payroll crime how some companies try to get away with doing this and paying yeah. folks as a independent contractor when in fact they are not. I, mm -hmm. I think one of the, one of the, how they calling it, inquiries or what is it? It's like a standard that I forget the words they use, but you have to meet certain criteria to be considered a employee or versus an independent contractor. One of the things that is easy for me is independent contractors dictate their own time, right? They say, oh, you know what? Today I'm going to work 10 to 5, 12 to 8, whatever, whatever suits them and their deliverables, and they set their own rates. They set their own rates. They dictate their own time like day, and you can't tell them what time to work and how to do. So there's a lot of that. If you have exactly. all this oversight, then it's, nope, you're an employee. That's a good one. All right. Again, folks, we're going to get into getting started in the payroll field. What are some things that might get us excited? What's best practices, anything like that? 
Walt is going to start us off and we're going to get right into it. This episode is presented by Time Track Go, the simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier. In addition to the unique graphical employee time card that helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes, Time Track Go is excited to announce it's now compatible with QuickBooks Desktop, providing effortless data transfer and reduced errors. Time Track Go will not only save you time and money each week, but the easy to understand user interface and the ability to turn an ordinary tablet into an employee time clock will get you and your team up and going in just minutes. Find out what a simply better solution can do for your business. To learn more and sign up for your 14-day free trial, go to www.timetrackgo.com. That's T-I-M-E-T-R-A-K-Go.com or call 888-321-9922. Let's go. All right. All right. I have five things that you could do or you want to focus on uh, if you're just getting started in the payroll field and you want to eventually transition into that top tier talent. So number one is strategic skill enhancement. New payroll professionals aspiring to be top tier in the payroll industry should focus on continuously enhancing their skills. Staying abreast or aware of the latest developments in payroll, technology and industry trends to remain competitive and valuable in, in an ever evolving field because as we know that payroll is always changing yeah. so you're always going to have to adapt and adjust your skill sets and learn as you grow so that's one of the things if you're just getting into payroll you definitely want to make sure that you're always developing those skills and enhancing those skills yeah networking and mentorship so you want to build a very robust professional network within the payroll community and HR community too, right? Seek mentorship opportunities when you can. That, that will help you gain insights um, from seasoned uh, experts and actively engage in industry events or online forums to exchange knowledge and experiences. So they have these payroll conferences and these HR conferences that are held multiple conferences that are held throughout the year and so you want to make sure that you attend those that you can whether that's a webinar and there's some free ones too right that people go to that say hey money's tight for you or whatever you, you can go to some of these free ones and still build your network that way LinkedIn has LinkedIn learning and these different things that you can view on LinkedIn that might be free so you want to check there as well but you definitely want to build that network and become a mentor a mentee if definitely want to grow. There's also local chapters. If you go to payroll org, there you can get affiliated with your local payroll chapter, get involved. If you don't have a local one, start it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Number three, it's get certified, get these updated qualifications that you have, invest in acquiring relevant vacations and qualifications in payroll. And these credentials are going to help you validate your expertise, but they'll, and they'll also position you as a top tier payroll pro professional in HR payroll for employers seeking pro professionals with that strong foundation in payroll practices. So by you having a certification, 
there will be some people that look at that and, and say, oh, this person's certified, whether that's FPC, CPP, SHRM, whatever certification that you may yep. want to get, you can aspire for that. Now, I will say that you can be successful in the payroll field without that. There are a lot of companies who would appreciate that being on your, your resume or on your professional profile. So that's something to consider and something to potentially think about if you're yeah, thinking about getting into absolutely. payroll. Absolutely. And there's also, there's, a, there's those official ones. And then there's also like classes. I had gotten a certificate. I got certified, but I, because I took like a 13 week payroll course at yeah. Queens college and I got a certification at the end of it. And that shows professionalism. Like it, it, all these little things, it could be just classes. It could be, I took a three month HR course or something like that. Especially now with, with schools, they're doing a lot of micro sessions and you, know, yes. you don't have to get shoot. Uh, so somebody just told me a friend of theirs got the, their master's in nine months online college. You know what I mean? There's all these opportunities now. And someone on LinkedIn just posted all the Ivy League schools that put out little micro courses and stuff like yeah. that. These yeah. little things, just it just helps rack up. It, what I was, what I, what I was going to say, it gives credibility, right? It gives you credibility mm-hmm. if you have your sort of, because me and Walt don't have our CPP yet. And we're still successful because we know the stuff, right? It's one of those things you get the experience. And it, we have this debate all the time, probably. <laughs> what it does for payroll folks, what it doesn't do for you. At the end of the day, if, if you're, it, it shows that you're serious about stuff. It shows that, because they, they've been talking about how college degrees aren't what they used to mean anymore. And honestly, college, it, it just shows that you can start and finish something. That's it. I just, I heard a lot. I heard on the news recently that folks were i think google hired their first developer with no college degree oh wow something like that yep it happens and it's gonna start happening more now with the gig economy and again these big schools putting out these micro courses it becomes less and less important you know what i mean so yeah we're going down the rabbit hole right we all have certifications no, and no. <laughs> but it, 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 it is a topic that we have discussed and i think that we it was one of the safe to talk episodes uh, mm-hmm. that we talked about in the past and because that's how big of a conversation that it was and so yeah it's fascinating but the one thing that we can say that i think that we do agree upon is that no matter what that continued education looks like for you yes did you need to continue yeah. to educate yourself that's and learn <laughs> whether that's through a certification or yeah. the one-off classes like brian mentioned or whatever or a free course somewhere that continue education yeah. is going to help you out in the long run you gotta do what's best for you number four you want to embrace innovation embrace technology these payroll systems they're enhancing themselves well, it seems like every time you look around, somebody's doing something with AI, this, yep. these learning things, these self-learning programs and stuff. And as these technologies, these payroll systems and HR systems are improved and enhanced, we'll have to improve and enhance ourselves yeah. as well. And we can do that by embracing these things. Again, I think we said on another show that it's... AI and technology shouldn't be seen as an enemy. It should be no. seen, they should be seen as an ally. So yep. that's how we, that's how we're going to help ourselves grow and, and not reject what, what is going to happen in the payroll field. And then number five, last one I have, you want to brush up on those leadership and communication skills. Now, if you're just getting started in the payroll field, you may not have any direct reports. That still doesn't mean that you can't 
uh, tune up those leadership skills and build up on those communication skills. Like, because you're still, no matter what level of payroll you're at, you're still a leader in the industry to someone. Someone is expecting you to lead them to a conclusion, whether that's the employee, your customer, you want to be able to have that leadership to lead them in the right direction or somebody that you serve. Right. So there's, there's a different thing to think about when it comes to leadership. So you want to develop strong leadership and communication skills, aspire to to improve not only in not only to excel in technical aspects, but also in effective communication and collaborating with other teams like cross functional teams. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to be reliable as a team member who contributes significantly to becoming uh, a good team player and which will ultimately lead you to becoming a a top tier talent. Because one thing that we can say, even if you work for a payroll shop that it's only one payroll person, you still have to work with other people in order for payroll to be perfect or as close to the perfect as possible. So that's how you become top tier because people Oh, good. You're gonna to have to work with somebody else, so that is gonna be something that's gonna help you in in this long in the long run is the leadership and communication skills, in my opinion. Yeah. And so, with, with that being said, I will pass the baton back over to you, Brian, so you can go over your list. Yeah, and just it make the last point you made: communication, leadership skills, right? Yeah. It, you're leading a process. You're leading a, a process, right? Some people are managers, but they don't manage people. They're managing a yes. process. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's one of the most important processes at a, at a company. And everybody has payroll. And if you're, what's the word I want? Independent, exclusive. If you only do payroll, then the company's probably pretty big, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good opportunity in payroll. What I have found is you can, if there is no cross-functional team, and that's what made, made me think of it, uh-huh. you, you can suggest them. And then you even you look like a leader, right? You're like, wow, that's a good idea. A payroll person wants a cross-functional team to talk to somebody from operations or and maybe market. Talk to the other stakeholders that have something to do with payroll because they may have problems, right? Put out a survey. If you're already in the game, right? Put out a survey. Walt does this and it's a beautiful thing that he does with his payroll team. Puts out these surveys to make sure his customers are happy, yeah. right? And you got, you get great response from those. Like some of these surveys, you happy to get hit 50%. What'd you get? Like 80% um, response rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That's an amazing thing when you communication, right? Cause they care about it. They want to, they want to tell you their pain points in, in payroll. So anyway, it's a great opportunity to that's talk to other teams out, and build that's, that's, lives up. that's a great call out about the surveys because Lots, lots of times when we think about communication, we think about us communicating out. Communication mm-hmm. works the one way, the other Both way as well. Both ways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't, communication is not a one way street. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you, yep. you have to take feedback in from your clients, from your the people that you service and provide service for. Yep. Like you have to be able to listen to them. So great call out on that. Yeah, no, exactly. Just feeding, feeding off the information here. It's, you get a great opportunity there again, just to to uh, to do cross functional work and show your boss and show folks. Oh wow, he's thinking for the whole organization, right? How he's trying to make this better. And I have, right. I got some things right. Again, ideally, you're getting a paycheck and you love the show because we help you. Yeah. But if you yeah. don't have a paycheck yet, or if you're young and you're not working yet, right? Boom, here we go. 
or if you're going to change careers you want yeah. or change jobs even just looking for a new job right maybe you're that's the thing about payroll we talk about this in the shows as well we and our in this game it is a bit limiting because there are only a few spots for payroll people it's if it's a big company maybe it's only one some it's, sometimes it's hybrid so my point is you could reach the end of your rope very quickly in the payroll industry five to ten years you could see yourself like oh crap i want to grow but i've already maxed out my growth at this company and that's okay sometimes and that's all right but if you need to make more if you want to change unfortunately you gotta change right you gotta maybe have to change that up some companies are the size they are right it's not it's not up to them to keep growing so that you can grow in your position companies are in business to make money they need to yep. stay lean right if it's a company is a certain size you may hit your the top of that quicker than you want to right yep. anywho all that to say if you're thinking about getting a new job or if you're getting looking to get your first job these are some things to think about you want to assess your skills and interests right you if what do you like what can you do well what yep. do you like then yep. and it'll give you some target directionally correct yep. update your resume and linkedin profile i i think people discount how important linkedin is i've gotten all of my jobs <laughs> through linkedin being on linkedin actively and you know honestly you don't even have to be that active to have a good profile be out there and have some presence in linkedin people Walk out when they're like, oh, wow, LinkedIn, you go on that for jobs. And I'm like, how do you not? You know what I mean? So update your resume. So resume, that's another key area. I know people, there's a lot of AI now that might be able to help a bit, but yeah, don't discount paying, investing in someone to write your resume for you, an expert that has done this time. And all they do is write resumes because there's the art. To it, there's an art form. It's, it's formulaic, sure, but there's an art to it, and you want somebody that has that art ability to it. That's staying on top of what people are looking for in, in resumes and doing all the technical piece, the things well on your resume, right? So don't be afraid to invest in yourself. We common saying we we always say that invest in yourself. Yep. Well covered it. Network, big networking is important. Use a job search engines. Indeed. Back when I was coming into the game, like looking for my first corporate, it was monster.com. I got mine on. Monster, Remember Monster? Yeah. Monster, yeah. I got my first payroll job off of through Monster because I was on Monster. It, LinkedIn. It was, it was, it was Monster, Career Builder. Yes. .com. Yep. yep. There was another sites, one yep. with, with career in it, but I forgot. But Indeed is the new one of the day. Use job boards, use job sites. One of the One of the things I tell folks is when you're Looking for a job, you should be spending eight hours a day looking for a job. If you don't have a job, you need to be spending the time looking for a job. Uh, unfortunately, I had gotten laid off in my career. The only time I was working two weeks later. Yeah. Two weeks later, I was back. I was working again. Why? Because yeah. I went literally went home that day and did not stop looking for work until I found work. Yeah. It's just it, you. You got to go hard or go home, right? Yeah. Um. Customize your application and or, or resume. Well, you could say also resume because you apply to things. I like customize your resume because sometimes you want to target it at something else. Like right now, I'm blessed to have HR and payroll, tiny bit of finance in, under my belt. I, if I wanted to 
break off and do something specific. I may have to tailor my resume to target the HR that I want or target a payroll position that I want. And and you can keyword your resume. It's not lying. You just re-keyword your resume properly. And again, if you're working with a writer, you can tell them, yeah. hey, I need yeah. two or three versions. So you tell them, yeah. we actually know a resume writer that we worked with in the past. I wonder if she'd come on the show one day. And because again, invest in, investing in yourself, prepping for interviews. That's another thing folks, I think, discount. Do a role play with, your, with somebody in your house, somebody, if you don't have anybody, yes. call somebody. Yeah. Do a role yes. play, walk through it, like practice it out loud with things you're going to say. Have questions, have questions, because it shows that you did the research, yeah. right? Have, when you're in an interview, have questions. Like, what, are you interested in this job or no? It's like, it's like we said before in a, in a different show, we said that the, the interview is part of, if you think about the communication mm-hmm. statement that we said earlier, it's two ways. Just don't sit there and just be like, just getting all the questions asked. You want to ask them and make sure that they're a company that is up to your standards and the company that you want to work for. And they have good this and good that. And that's why you do your research according to what Brian is saying. Even before the interview, you should prepare, prepare. That's why it's prepare for, (laughs) right? Be proactive, exactly. we, We actually covered something on this and it was like good questions to have. I forget what show it was on now. But we, we had a really good list of questions to ask a prospective company. Yes, we do. And yeah. it was good ones too. It was like, how's how is it doing? How is the company doing financially? Yeah. You and you want to see the history and projections. Cause think about it. If the company's been steady declining and they might be just you might get the job and they're gonna close a few months later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Things like that. Your CEO. Oh, that was the other one. Does your company have a lot of CEOs? That shows mm-hmm. instability. So things you don't even think about, bro. Oh my God, all this time, I never even thought about that stuff. Yes, bro. Yes. This And this also makes me think of these stick figure cartoons that are out on TikTok that just I love so much. It's the worker is Veronica and her manager. Veronica and her manager. And Veronica is the bomb. She's the best ever. Because And she, they did an interview one where she's in an interview and she says, oh, by the way, I noticed that the job description last line is and other duties as assigned right and that's mm-hmm. a classic job title move because it gives the employer flexibility to do whatever they want with you really yeah once you're in the door oh you signed up you took the job and that's the last thing it says in the job duties is whatever else i assigned to you and she yes. questioned it in this little wow. cartoon she questioned in the cartoon, hey, what does that mean? Can you give me some examples? And she, and the manager was being extra. It, and if the manager is this extra in the cartoon, then you definitely leave like she did. She, the, the manager was like, I can't really tell you because it's anything that we say, blah, blah, blah. And, and Veronica, with the employee, was like, but just some examples so I understand the scope. Put me in the ballpark, at least. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to do it. And that's a red flag. Yeah, absolutely. That's a red flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm taking one job. You might... Turn around and just turn doom Danny stop. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Within re- but still, right? If you need how it depends on how much you need that job. Anywho, use it. Customize, prepare for interviews. Yes. So where are we at right now? We oh, I covered assess your skills, update your resume, network, of course, use job engines, customize your resumes, prepare for interviews, consider hemp work and vol- volunteering work. People yes. get this. But listen, man, listen, if you're trying to, especially if you're trying to break into new fields, right? Yeah. 
you've never done it before, but oh my gosh, it's my passion. I want to do this. I have to do this. And you, you can't find a, a, a way in yet. And you haven't been hired for anything yet. Temp work is easier, right? They give you, you get a, a more of a chance of getting the job with temp work and volunteer. Volunteer. Yeah. I know it sounds crazy, but if you yeah. really want something, volunteer. Yep. Internships, right? Mm-hmm. Another way to get in. All through this, you need to stay organized. Okay, that's a big key. If you're looking for work, and if you, I remember at one point in that two weeks that I was looking for work, I started losing track of the recruiters that I was reaching out to. And oh crap, oh my good, who do I do? And I started to just make a list. When my good thing is, I e- you email a lot and you go through LinkedIn a lot, so you can look back at your messages and okay, it's this recruiters for that job and this and that. Man, I got to the point I was so obsessed and persistent that I started to recruiters started calling me for the same job and I would be like and now because once you're working with one recruiter that's it they don't want to you can't keep getting submitted by other recruiters so I would have to tell them like guys I've already you like the fifth person to call me on this job I already applied for it so stay organized because if you don't know that then you're going to have these recruiters getting mad and submitting you at the same job They don't want that because it's only the first one that gets the commission on. So learn new skills. If you're having trouble getting a job, now you did all these things and hit up a million recruiters and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Now it comes back to what Wall said about the certification and qualifications. Maybe you need to add a little skill on there. Maybe you need to just add a little, oh, I took this Excel course. I got it. I got certified in Excel. The, The cool thing with LinkedIn learning is you can post about it. I just finished this course on LinkedIn. I just finished this. Those are good things. One is showing that you're staying sharp. And two, it might get, it might, you might hit a little skill that gets you hired. You, yep. Because it's all about those keywords, right? Yep. Stay positive and pers- persistent. Stay positive and persistent. Stay positive and persistent. I can't say it enough because it's frustrating to look. It takes three to six months to find work right? On a normal basis. It's not always two weeks. I, again, I was obsessed. I had a family. I couldn't be out of work. I had to get back to work. Yeah. Two weeks. It only took me two weeks. But when I'm moving within a job, if I'm okay, now you're happy, you want to move on, but you're going to keep your job, you're working while you're looking, that usually takes two to three to six months because you're not obsessed about it. One, so you're not spending eight hours a day looking for work. So it takes longer. And two, you, you're, you might be comfortable and you're like, no, I'm waiting for the right opportunity. So it might take a little longer. So stay positive. Another good thing is seek professional help if needed. And it means a recruiter, a coach, a resume writer. So you're not saying therapist. So a coach? That's a good one too. <laughs> therapy, yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. Mental wellness <laughs> is important, folks. That if yes, that's like I think you might have been joking, but that's real. This is making you depressed. If you're going into a dark place because you can't find work, bro, there's people, folks, yes. he, her, them, everyone, you can you can you get some help. Talk to somebody. Yeah. There, yeah. there are definitely resources out there. You can talk to somebody. Yes. And stay positive, right? Stay positive and persistent. Seek professional help if you need it. Absolutely. And the last one is be open to new opportunities. Yeah. Be open. If you, especially young folks, I tell my daughter when she's looking for work, I'm like, who cares? Do something. Do anything. You don't know yeah. what you don't like yet. You never did. You never it. know. You never know. Yeah. You never did it, 
right? You don't know. So it, it, it takes this take stuff if you're hitting the wall. Oh, I can't get this. I can't get in this field. Go into another field. Just take something temporarily. It might get you out of a funk. It might. Oh wow, your ideas get. What, what do you, what do folks do? Right when you get stuck, when you're stuck, go do something else. Right, mm-hmm. go just read some about something else, and then all the ideas start flowing. Right, it's like the subconscious yep. has room to work, and yep. it's all right. We're not obsessed about this one subject anymore. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Right, put sleep on it. Right, that, that's what they say. Yep. Yeah, folks, those are some of the things that. Um, we can do, you can do, if you're looking for work, if you're looking to get into payroll, come on and join us. It's a very exciting place to be. I love what David Tereski says. It's the best place to be in an organization, HR and payroll, because you really do get exposed to the other parts of the job. And you can learn about a company very well through this position. There's always something to do. There's always something to learn. If you're exciting, if you want to be excited and fast paced, this is the place to be. There's also parts of the job where you can be a little introverted if you want, right? And mm-hmm. you can pick some technical pieces of it that limits your exposure. You can, mm-hmm. but payroll is evolving and it's going to evolve more in the kind of communication way as AI become, comes on. And I like how you called out the technology piece, embrace technology, because that's what we had the conversation, right? As soon as AI started, people were like, oh my God, we're going to lose our jobs. Do payroll. It's going to do payroll for us, and it, it probably can and will. But we're it's like all the technology experts are saying we're 10, 20 years away from pay, like AI doing things for us autonomously, independently, right? It can already, but human experience is not going to allow it for a while, right? With that being said, we have time. We embrace, but they want to embrace the technology. Right? Embrace. People want AI. It's the next best thing. The innovators are like, we need AI. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do with it? Right. It's up to us to figure out what we do with it. And that's why we as payroll pros, as HR professionals, we're learning what is AI doing for the field. Right. What is it doing for us right now? So we can fold it in. We can fold it in. So, yeah, yeah, man, that's that's. I think that's it. Some great call outs, man. So great call outs that you made on those. And I think if anything, you spoke to it, though. But one one thing I just want to emphasize is especially for those of you who are thinking about transitioning to a payroll career or you just got into the payroll field. Another thing that you you could do that's going to help you is being open-minded when it comes to other people and realizing and understanding that you're going to interact and come to contact with people who have different personalities, different skill sets, just different people. And they don't, they may not understand it and the way that you understand it, they may do things in a different way than yep. you do it. You have to be okay with them as long as they're not impacting the employees, they're not impacting the company, and they're getting their job done in an efficient manner. You have to understand that not everybody's going to be your friend. Not everyone is going to be friendly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you you have to be open to allow people to be them. So that's one thing you have to understand. And another thing you have to do is be okay learning from your mistakes and owning it. And especially in the beginning of your career, I will tell on myself, because I, back then it was more fear mindset when I first started out. Okay. I don't want, so I would try to fix everything, fix all the problems without escalating it because I didn't want to get in trouble. 
my word of advice to you is to not do that. Own it. It's about ownership in, in this payroll world. So own it, the good and the bad. And it's those things are going to help you along in your career, in my opinion, because they have helped me when I started uh, being radically transparent and sharing like, hey, I messed up here or I didn't know this or I didn't know that. People yeah. appreciated it more as, okay, hey, that's good. Yeah. What can we learn from this? Yeah. Instead, instead of like them finding out that I was trying to hide something. Looks bad. And then, and then that's a bad look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my personal experience that I've gone through. And my advice to you, if you're new in the payroll industry or you're thinking about getting into it. it, it yeah, it makes me think of, I had a boss that told me that um, with job security. He's like, you knowing, you the only one knowing this is not job security. Yep. That is that actually, I now I need to get rid of you so that I can get somebody that can share the knowledge. And it's trustworthy. And that's trustworthy, yeah, because it doesn't look good. And a lot of people are like that. Unfortunately, oh, me, I'm the, I'm, you have to come to me to do it. I'm important. This is job security. It's not, actually. It's really not, right? I don't like it's working not. with folks like that. For me, it's plug and play, right? Yeah, you shouldn't feel as if a mistake, especially if it's it's not something that's common occurrence with you and you're not just egregiously or just making mistakes every payroll like that. But it it's a part of the payroll industry, right? That's why we that's why we have a payroll error rate because mm -hmm. we track that metric right yep. and so you have to understand that payroll errors are going to happen but you owning that and being willing to call it out and, and escalate it to your supervisor like we said it builds that transparency and it builds that trust between you and your leadership yeah. Because as soon as soon as they found out that I was trying that I tried to fix something that I made a mistake or somebody else, and there was a time where I tried to correct somebody else's mistake, and mm -hmm. I was trying to do the honorable thing and not oh not escalate it so I don't get this person in trouble, and I ended up getting in trouble because yeah. I didn't escalate. It. That's right. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. These are all experiences I've had in my yeah. earlier in my career when I thought I was okay. I thought I was doing the right thing, mm -hmm. but I I wasn't. No, you. you we're going to be held accountable for our work. Yeah. We're going to be held accountable for the things we do. And we, and in that moment, what I should have done is said, Hey, you need to go let boss know that yep. you did this yeah. instead of saying, Oh, I can fix it for you. I know how to fix it. Let me fix it for you. And then, then now you look like you're colluding. Yeah. No. And it, yes. And it looks like that. Right. And one thing that somebody told me a long time ago, that really helped me. They said, if you can't trust the people that are processing payroll for you, they shouldn't be working for you. And I, yep. And that's why I was going with this too. You have to yeah. be trustworthy in payroll. And the way you get that is transparency. You know what I mean? You just yeah. be transparent. Luckily now that there's a lot of the systems have audit trails. So you can, if you work like that, that knowing everybody's going to know what you did anyway, Yep. And you'll be likely like more trans easy to be more transparent. As we near the end of this episode, we'd like to extend our heartfelt gratitude to you for listening. Before we sign off, here are a couple of quick things. Don't forget to follow It's About Payroll on LinkedIn and It's About Your Paycheck on Facebook and TikTok. We love engaging with our audience and you'll be able to receive exclusive updates and behind the scenes content. 
Thank you for being a part of our payroll community and thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going. Okay. Oh, man. I know right. people that were worse than that, worse than I did. They would go in because they had certain access and oh, try God. to and like try to delete with their ad, super admin access and try to delete the records from the back end and stuff. Like it was crazy. I've seen people do that. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. So yeah, folks. Hopefully, if you're in transition, if you're interested about payroll, give us yeah, reach out to us on LinkedIn. It's our biggest platform. Or Facebook, where you probably see in this show is going to be on Facebook, the clips or whatnot. But yeah, reach out to us. Get, get excited about payroll. Pay, we need you. We need young folks to get into payroll. Yeah. We are an aging bunch, and we need some young people to backfill this profession. Yes. Yeah. It's worth it. Trust me. You can have Absolutely. a successful, fulfilling life Absolutely. in Absolutely. payroll, HR. You can yep. definitely do it. Agreed. So. We're trying something new out. We are including Safe Talk and News Pods in our two main shows now. And so this next section is going to be a new segment, which is Safe Talk. We're going to use these last few minutes of this recording and talk about a topic. So today's topic is our question of the day, I should say, is life is full of distractions, whether they're personal, professional, or political. How do we cope as people, payroll professionals? How do we do that in life? There's so many things going on, Brian. You look on the TV, you look on the news, wars, climate stuff, stuff in America, stuff overseas. It feels like the freaking presidential race, the election, this and that. There's so many things that are going on. The, The economy, the growing gap between, well, wealth and poor wealthy and poor like those all the all those things happen and all those things can impact us in some particular way you may be in the payroll professional and you may have a family member who's overseas in a war zone or war-torn country right now and that could be impacting you right like how do you cope? How do we cope, Brian, with all these distractions in life and still be able to function and do our job in payroll or HR? Balancing. For me, it's a balancing act of things. I, I, I live by the motto, treat triumph and defeat just the same. They're both yes. imposters just the same. Yes. Don't go too high. Don't get too low. And to the point where Walt sometimes is like, oh, man, you got to celebrate. You got to win. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm really happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't yes. mean I have to throw a party every time. Doesn't mean I have to Hey, as long as you're happy, as long as you're doing the thing. But that's how I cope. I just try to balance everything out on severity, right? Even when, I, yeah. when something happens bad. Oh, my gosh, you're not worried? Yeah, of course I'm worried. Well, what am I going to do? Yeah. There's some things that are out of our control. And there's just nothing to do we got to wait until things play out and stuff like that so again balance for me i thought i had something else that i'm looking at like some ways to cope right uh-huh. and they are all good it, it, it is all take care of yourself right because i yeah. think when Self-care, folks get stressed yeah. out they tend to let themselves go and you know oh, you yes. either go into drugs and alcohol and yeah. you too much of that no good balance bad too much of anything my kids will tell you too much of anything will kill you is my one of my models 
Yeah. What about you, Wall? What do you vote? No, you you said it. You pretty much said everything that I was going to say. It's a balancing act, right? It's a balancing act. Life in general is a balancing act. Not being too high, not being too low, and yep. finding finding a place to be content with the things the way that they are. That's that's not necessarily to say, oh, you should be happy with how things are going, but you can be in a state like, okay, hey. I have a roof over my head. I have all these different things. And you just put those things in context and you really just look and say, okay, hey, do I have everything I need for, does my family have everything they need? Does my loved one, am I able to provide my my company or my business? Because you might be in a, a payroll business owner or entrepreneur, right? And so you could, those are different things you want to think about and you have to balance it out. Like, you need to be able to find time for the work that you do and also need to be able to find time for yourself and your loved ones and taking those timeouts, taking those moments to smell the coffee or smell the flowers or whatever you're into smelling. So you, <laughs> you have to take, you have to take the time to do those things and really find time to break away from the distractions. Yeah. And sometimes one of the things that I try to do sometimes is I try not to do so much scrolling because you yeah. are getting a lot of information. Yeah. And and we live in the information world yeah. now. And and we could pick up our phones and find, get an alert about something that happened across yeah. seas in a different continent in a different country and all this information is coming at us. So sometimes it's it's, it's okay to detach yourself. Yep. And just focus in on the present and the now. And for me, so that's what helps me is just shut sometimes just shutting out the noise, turning mm-hmm. my phone on silent, not watching TV and just meditating, reading, take jumping in the shower, taking a nice long shower, whatever it is for you that you need to do to be able to cope with life. You have to find outlets in order to do that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. Find those outlets, healthy healthy outlets. Yeah. Like like you said, healthy habits, habits because a lot of us that work in payroll and HR, we're we're sedentary. We sit Mm -hmm. a lot. We sit and so we may have a standing desk, but we usually sit and so that we're not moving. So if you work from home or even if you work at the office, go outside for five or 10 minutes. Yeah. Take a walk. Like get some sunshine on you. There's scientific studies that show that getting sunlight helps you mindset your mood yeah just some of the things that you could do to help yourself and to help yourself like cope with these life full of distractions man that's just my opinion yeah i know it's a good topic it's a good one yeah uh what was i gonna say the, the oh the sun yeah I, had, I knew someone that had a sunlight at their desk mm-hmm. oh yeah artificial sunlight oh, nice. um and she had it for different reasons but they have things like that if you're like in an office that's not by the window or something like you know what i mean um if you're in an office period you're probably sitting too much to get a standing desk i when i was in the office i had a i stood all day long it made me appreciate sitting more like when lunchtime came oh my gosh i had it was great i sat down and ate and it was i enjoyed the lunch hour more you know what i mean same so again balancing things out yeah that thing we've done a safe talk on this <laughs> yeah we have and just, and just to, to, to tell you uh elaborate more on what was saying we used to we have others we used to do separately safe talk and news pod it just got too much and we, we folded it into our normal shows so when you go to the website it's about payroll.io 
two great hosts, two great shows. So we've made it just the two shows um, and we've worked the news in the beginning, right? And then we're going to end with a, a safe conversation, whether it be about finding a job or things like that, the distractions in life. And it's, it's so easy to get distracted in, this, in our world, right? We should have the, the phone, the scrolling. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I remember when I discovered TikTok, I was on it for four hours straight. And I was just <laughs> crazy. I yeah. offset my scrolling with at like actual, I, I try to make it good info. Like I'm learning things as well. I have my nonsense too, but it's a, it's my algorithm is a nice balanced approach of fun and work um, or learning rather. It's not really work. I just like learning stuff. So yeah, it's just at the end of the day, how do we deal with it all? I think balance is key, right? We both take that approach at not getting too, don't too high, don't get too low. What do you and I think, and I, and I think, yes, and I think this works because even when you're looking for a job, you may have bills piling up, mm -hmm. you may have this piling up, mm -hmm. and all this may be going on, these things are happening, but That's right. yes, you do, you will have to address those things. If you allow your mind to be clouded with everything yeah. that's going on in life, yeah. it might distract you from Finally, putting yes. your all in the interview, putting yes. your, putting all in your prep. Putting yep. all into the things that we listed that you could that could help you in your journey in payroll or yep. HR or whatever you're into. So those are things to consider. Like life is full of distractions. You, you and I just wanted to let you know that you are capable of doing this. Isn't your first rodeo in life? Starting off, you may have been through other things in life, and this too shall pass. But like Brian said, don't get too high, don't get too low. Focus yep. on the now. Yes. And I guarantee you, if you fo if you focus on the little things that you can change and you can yes. improve upon, yes, you'll see that ripple effect in your life. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yep. Perfect. Thanks for joining us today. Till the next time. We love you. Have a good one.